What's going on, everybody? You clearly have good taste because you are locked in to Sky's the Limit Radio. To hear all of this wonderful content live as it goes down, simply go to Facebook and type in STLR Media TV. That's STLR Media TV. You can also catch us live as it goes down on the app TuneIn Radio under STLR Media. Do that. Thank me later. Sky's the Limit Radio, baby. Yo, it's your boy Boosie. You listen to Sky's the Limit Radio. Hell, you could say that 10,000 times and it still wouldn't be enough. Entertainment with no ceilings. Fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. Sky's the Limit Radio, baby. Entertainment with no ceilings. Cock a doodle doo. Wake up in the morning. What's the first thing that you see? It's the first thing I think of when I wake up in the morning. Look around your neighborhood. This is the Morning Wood with High C. Because I'm going to teach you how to make a jelly donut. Real talk. She ate my butt. I'm sorry, she did what? She ate my butt. She ate your She ate your ass? Everyone's eating everyone's ass now. There is no way everybody's eating everyone's ass. Everyone's eating everyone's ass. It's impossible. Everyone is not eating everyone's ass. They are. Hey, man. What? What? Oh! <laughs> what is in this shit, man? It's party time! P-A-R-T. Why? Because I gotta! What's up, everybody? It's your boy, High C, coming to you live from STLR Studios on this lovely Thursday. It is June the 13th. And I'm joined today. I got Mama Wood in the building. How you doing? I'm doing good. Good morning, Woodchuckers. And, uh... (laughs) I'm doing pretty well myself. Come on, don't, come on, baby. Th- there we go. There, there we, go. we go. She be tripping sometimes. I got my control over the board. When she be leaving, <laughs> when I be leaving, it be working. When I come back, it'll be working again. Right, that, damn, I think it means it got my control over me. But anyways, <laughs> we are here today. It is a lovely Thursday. I do got a a, a gift for you guys today. A little after, probably at some point in the show today, DJ EMP is going to be sliding through. He is going to be doing a mix for us, some live mixing after the show. He's going to do a set from about the 10 o'clock hour, so make sure you guys get ready for that. Also, I got a pair of tickets to give away. I got four here, but you're going to get a pair. I got a pair of tickets to give away for this Sunday. Me and Zach are going to be in the building. If anybody wants to win them, they're for Janice Live. Who's going to be there? Steel Pulse, Jesse Royal, and Bada Scott Band. Little reggae event. Starts at about 7 o'clock. Starts at 7 p.m. So it's going to be a good show. 
definitely want to want to be there. It's going to be a good reggae vibes show. So make sure you guys come out. It's going to be good. I have a list. <laughs> and I have selected a bounty on the list. I'm not going to give you the number, but there is a bounty on the list. And if you want to participate, all you got to do Call in 941-822-0715. And the list is let me let me let me double check. <laughs> let, me, let me look into the group message that I have where I place all my news stories to make sure what the list is, the correct list. And I'm not gonna give you the website I got this list off of. But his all-time box office list for movies, how much they grossed. Oh, wow. So, I got a bounty. I know which one I'm going to use. And not all of these movies are current movies in the movie theater. So they could be ones going back to the 70s. Uh, there's nothing that old. I mean, they're current for the most part. Okay. But I mean, there's nothing like... There's not going to be any movies from like the 60s or 70s on there. They're all like within the new, you know what I'm saying, like 90s and up at least, I would say. But there are a few. Uh, there's a there's a top ten list. If you guys want to win these tickets, give us a call 941-822-0715. Call in and win these tickets. We also have a question of the day, and again, it is spawned <laughs> by a news article. One that I kind of feel. I would do. So a mother is arrested for storming into a school and confronting her son's bullies. A South Carolina mother, not Florida this time, was arrested after walking into her son's elementary school and confronting the kids she says has been bullying her third grade son. Jane Rathburn was arrested on May 20th. Rasburn was reportedly con- had reportedly contacted a teacher at Greenbrier Elementary School in December after a kid had made fun of her son. The bullying allegedly continued with her son being subjected to name calling, being hit with a computer, and being pulled off a slide by his neck. Rathburn reportedly was fed up and decided to take matters into her own hands according to the police report. She posted a now-deleted video to Facebook ranting about the abuse her son was enduring at school. The police report stated on May 17th, Rathburn snuck into the school and confronted kids that she estimated to be around nine years old. She then warned them that she was not playing around and that they better stop messing with her kid. Her Facebook video was brought to the attention of Greenbrier authorities 
School security footage allegedly allegedly shown Rathburn going to her son's classroom in the morning as kids were lined up outside and pointing her finger at the kids and getting in their faces, according to one witness. The other, uh, another teacher told authorities that when he brought Rathburn into the classroom after the incident, she cursed him out and stormed out of the room. Rathburn was arrested days later. She was reportedly a class mom who would help out with school events, but is now no longer allowed on the grounds. She told Yahoo in an email that she was sorry for her actions and that it was out of desperation to protect her son. I don't know when it's time to protect my child's mental health, but I think doing something before something bad happens is better than five years from now when something bad has already happened. I don't want my child committing suicide or shooting up a school because no one heard their cries, she told Yahoo. Her court date is set for June 18th, which is uh, five days from today. And uh, I would have to say I agree with her. And to today's question of the day is, if your child is being bullied at school and nothing was done after telling school officials would you take it upon yourself to confront the bully so I think that was a very good uh, I think that was a very good reason what she did I don't blame the mom at all I think she had uh, all right to do what she did yeah and to be honest, I would probably do the same thing. I think charges should be dropped. If anything, I think it should be a, a learning situation for the school. Like, hey, when someone tells you about something, this shit has to be taken serious. Because there have been stories, and I mean, I can't remember the youngest story that I've read. But there have been some story stories that have come out where like very young kids, I want to say within like the 10-year-old the range have actually, you know, uh, committed suicide and stuff like that over, you know... Being bullied. Being bullied. Or, you know, saying like they, they, they have those school shootings and stuff like that, which is a whole different story. But if you think that stricter gun laws is the reason why... that we need stricter gun laws because kids... No, you can get access to guns yeah. really easy. I'll tell you what, the stricter gun law situation is is only going to really affect people who are buying guns legally. There are plenty of guns available illegally on the street, and that's where the crackdown needs to be, not the gun laws. Right. Um, I think the gun laws, how they're set, are, are, are pretty decent now. I think police actually just need to police and, and do their damn job. Yep. And... and Get stuff off the streets. We got a caller. We do have a caller. This high C this morning. What who are we talking to? Greetings and salutations. How are you guys? How are you good doing, morning. JC? Doing good. Oh, you know, buddy. Doing pretty good. All right. So, I mean, I literally, you know, I'm doing my morning routine, and you guys are talking about bullying and you know, and and kids. Kids are dicks, man. Kids are fucking assholes. They really are. They are. I mean, if nobody really believes 
that there's bullying going on or if people are dumb enough to believe that there are some kids running around who are just pussies, like, look at Columbine. Columbine was a prime example. You there? Yeah, I thought you were going off from there. (laughs) Oh, no. No, I mean... Like, I'm a huge... I'm a huge advocate against bullying. As a matter of fact, like everybody on SPLR is. I mean, that's just one of our. I mean, that's one of our core guidelines. Don't like any of that. But like that, we have to understand what is bullying, and more importantly, if a kid makes you know one or two you know remarks calling somebody a loser or stuff like that. Is it fucked up? Absolutely. But if they say two things and then it's done, is that bullying? No. And that's the hard part. Everybody wants to hit bullying with such a blanketed statement, and it isn't. And I'm glad you brought that up because I was literally, before the show, as I was coming up with this question today, was telling Sandy that there is a fine line between just being a kid and, and saying some stuff and bullying because I feel like some of the stuff like if, if if you if you really know me and and you're one of the homies and and we've ever chilled together like there's some stuff that we say to each other me and my friends that 100 and billion percent could be taken as us bullying each other mm-hmm. but it's well, us just giving each other shit because we're homies well yeah and and um which I know that none of you guys have spent any time around um, uh, my boys, the wolves, because that's just what we're known as. About we're the fucking wolves, and like uh, Tiny has, and we say some things to each other that would damn right be like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> you know, but it's all in that weird, like, good fun because, like, that we always have this. Um, we always have this, like, sort of, like, unspoken truth. And my actual brothers and I um, have this. Like, I'm going to give you shit. Like, case in point, I'll call, um, you know, High C, you know, a fat fuck all day. And he hasn't seen a <laughs> dick in two years. There <laughs> he gets stuck. But, damn it, I've earned that right. Now, you let some jack-off say that shit, and I'm fucking them up. Facts, and, and I agree, because like even like I was telling Sandy, like I've had my fair share of like, I guess you could say those playground roast sessions, or the you know the the, yeah. the you bust into the yo mama jokes with somebody and stuff like that back in the school those days. Those were so me. Like looking back, those were rough. They they were, but it was actually, but it but it was it, it was all how it was done, and it was done in. in what I feel was was good taste and good character. It was all just a friendly like fucking with each other thing. Mm-hmm. But there's also been some stuff where I've seen some dudes um, who may have been you know uh, of stronger stature than somebody, or like picking on like I guess you would say the quote unquote nerdy kid in mm-hmm. school. And I've said something to him like, "Yo, that ain't cool, bro. You got a problem? If you want to pick on somebody, pick on me. You know what I'm saying?" I'll fight your ass back, you know what I'm saying? And there have been a couple times where it's sticking up for somebody. You know what I'm saying? I've had to get in a fight for for somebody else. 
but at the same time it's like you know what, what do you what are you picking on this kid for you know he's not going to fight you you're just being a dick to be a dick mm-hmm. you want to be a dick be a dick to somebody who's going to fight you back you know what I'm saying don't 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 exactly. don't harm the innocent and you know even after school you know I've uh like in my older days I, I've seen some some smaller guys getting picked on by some bigger dudes like yo you really want a problem keep messing with that little bo- with that little dude you know what I'm saying I'm going to show you a problem well, and let's all be real. I mean, as we all grow up, I mean, we see how things are now. And I mean, even case in point, I will use I will use a great example. And I hate using this example, but it's a great example. Uh, oh, look at what happened with me and the guy who used to be on the Twisted Tyrant. Yeah. Every single time somebody's trying to push a fight they're not just like man just like let that ride it's not even worth it no we get people trying to push a fight yeah because of the fact and then when you ask them their reply is always the same oh i want to see that well i i think my reason and i and and i've been included in one of the people who who and it's just because that said person who you're referring to right talks so big and bad it's almost like I want to see what they got. Well, exactly. But if we're going to go to the bullying aspect and we're going to look at what they've said and what they've done, and this is people in general, then then haven't they already shown what they're willing to do? And that's nothing. And sometimes we just have to let it ride that we can't yeah. just, you know, that and kids aren't stupid. Kids, kids are far more influenced by so much, just so much more than than you and I ever were, or so it seems. And maybe it wasn't, you know, given the time and the place and the era. But, like, my daughter is a prime example, which I have no problems opening up, you know, to your people to tell them this. My kid, as much as I love the man, and, and, and I do, I love her to death, She's so passive-aggressive. And looking back, that's a parent's doing. My ex-wife coddles that child. Yeah. She doesn't She doesn't let her go out there. Like, when she was down here last summer, like, I felt horrible, but at the same time, I grinned. Because it's like that my kid didn't know anything about, you know, tripping and hurting herself and stuff like that. So... She was so scared of getting hurt that we took her. Um, I took her over to uh, uh, for Park on Bee Ridge. Yep, yep, good and, park. And she went to go climb the wall, and she's like, "Well, I can't do that." And then I said, "I don't give a damn. You're gonna do it because you started it. Now you need to see it through. That's the rule in life. If you start something, you have to see it through, even if you fail." Yep. So sure as shoot, she went up there, and bam, she hit it. And she was so proud of herself. And and I said, now how are you going to get down? <laughs> and she's like, and she's looking around. And then I'm like, you've got two options. You've got a bridge behind you, or you can jump. And she jumped. And she twisted her ankle. <laughs> and she was, oh, man, you... Boy, that you'd have thought somebody stabbed her. <laughs> she was screaming bloody murder. 
and and kids egos are so fragile they're so fragile because they're in that stage of development where everything that they do they know they're being judged they're being judged by the kids at school they're being judged by mom and dad sometimes just mom sometimes just dad whatever and it's like the hardest day in a parent's life or correction the hardest day in my life was the day that i woke up and realized my kid was just like me when i was her age and that was the saddest that that was the saddest day because i didn't have any friends really like i grew up the same way that i lived my adult life i i grew up in a very close little group of maybe three or four people we didn't know anything about really the world because we didn't care about the world. Yeah. We cared about what was going on in our neighborhood. What well, and, and and I do agree with you on like the era, the difference in eras too, because I think like um, you know, there's like commercials out and stuff like that. I, I seen something the other day, and it's like, you know, saying your 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 father had more testosterone than kids today, and like you know, saying your grandfather has more testosterone and blah blah blah. And it's but I, I think because the fact that social media is so everywhere. Like right. people do know about the judgmental the, the world is everywhere. You can see it. You can see it on Instagram. You can see it on Snapchat. You can see it on Facebook. You can see it everywhere. Yep. So kids know this, and they're not stupid. And I was just having a talk with uh with with my fellow coach yesterday, and you know we were having a talk because after our playoff game, the first playoff game with our elementary school girls, they were crying after the loss. And he was like, bro, he's like, do you think them girls were crying because they lost the game? He's like, my girls ain't built like that. He's like, you know why they were crying? Because, you know, there's been some discussions between some parents and us with the way the refing system's been going down. And, you know, for some reason, our team gets like a lot of BS calls and a lot of favoritism seems to, you know, and I'm not saying that's what it is, but right. that's what the perception is. And there have been times where I have personally counted and I will, I'll go under oath. So I swear to God, I swear to my, my grandparents grave. That's on my, 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 my left arm. You know what I'm saying? Like in, in basketball, there's this thing of 50, 50 jump ball, you know what I'm saying? And every other time it's supposed to go to the other team. That's why it's a 50, 50 jump ball. Well, I counted a couple games were literally like three in a row went to the other team and you know what I'm saying like these girls they see that stuff they're not stupid you're dealing with girls who are like third fourth fifth graders mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying like they're they're very smart you know what I'm saying they're not stupid at all and at the end of the day like when they see one team getting certain calls and they see the other team not getting calls they feel cheated they feel like you know what I'm saying they're being treated a certain way and they don't know why. They don't understand that. All they know is that hey, everything's not being not being fair right now. Right. And, and well, and the question to that is, which I will oppose to you, there is a certain level of of decor, if that makes sense. And you know they're being cheated. Yeah. Harry knows they're being cheated. Yeah, and and, and it's, it, there's politics behind it. Which is, you know, right. something I discuss well, off air. The worst thing for you guys as a coach, and this is an outsider looking in, so please feel free to tell me to shut the fuck up. But you telling, you know, them overhearing the fact that they're being cheated, you're now you're now instilling victim victim mentality. 
Oh, we. If well, they can over. Well, that, that, that's the thing. We're not the ones who's bringing it up. Like they're legit seeing it. Like you know, what I'm saying like, like when our girls are coming to the bench and they're like, "I'm being fouled and it's not being called," but they're calling it on us. Like they're telling us that like, we're not saying, "Oh, we're being cheated." Like they're the ones seeing it. And like even when they were crying, I was like, "I was like, you see how we lost?" I was like, "You take that 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 hurt and that anger and, and that pain or whatever you have." I said, "We got a new season in a couple weeks." I said, "You har I said, "You harness that." I said, "Over the next couple weeks, you work hard." And you practice your shooting, and you practice your little stuff, and you bring, you come back, and we're gonna come and kick some butt next season. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Our new season co- comes in two weeks. So I didn't, I didn't, I didn't play into it all. I'm like, no, you take that, you take that, whatever you have inside, and you use it as motivation to get better. Because at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? We got to get better anyways. Our offense, you know, we missed way too many shots. We, you know, we had to do, we, we, we got to improve. So yeah, maybe we might have got some fair calls or whatever. We, we might have some calls may have been missed. But at the end of the day, if we're shooting better we're not well, the game's not as close you know what I'm saying we're not trying to come from behind and win this game right so you know let's 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 forget about the cause let's get better so how do we i mean especially because somebody like you you know who is in a very privileged position and you are you know because of the fact that you get to participate in something that a lot of our listeners a lot of me you don't get to do you don't get to instill competitive edge you don't get to instill you know turnabout fair play good sportsmanship stuff like that and and honestly i feel like over the past couple months it's it's been amazing just being a part of this journey with these girls because like i was telling my brother it's just like you know even seeing somebody that you you know saying i'm new to these girls perry's been around for a while he's coached a lot of the kids in this league and just seeing these kids, even from like a couple little things that I've taught them over the over the last few weeks, and using it in their basketball game, and seeing how much better they're getting, they're and seeing how they're like more confident in themselves, like it really makes you feel good inside. Mm-hmm. It really does. Of course it does. But it's but it's going back to what you were saying is how do you how do you begin to start to break what's currently happening. I mean, and we'll call it for what it is. Like, everybody is attacking everybody. They are. So so when I say things like we're living in a, in a victimized society, it's because we are. And it's sad. I mean, it's just like, it's just like I posted. I mean, if you don't believe that the world's fucked up, 15, 20, even 30 years ago, um, something like sex used to be simply between a man and his girl. Okay, that there is scientific proof. Women have better sex when they're in a committed relationship. Oh, of course. And then shit like Cosmopolitan comes out and says how to satisfy yourself by fucking a hundred guys. Yeah. Tell me how the fuck does that help? And freaking guys have gotten away from their traditional uh, excuse me, uh, that their traditional stance, and I don't care how liberated the world is, a man's instinctive nature is to protect what's his. Exactly, yep. And nobody sees that, because like, me protecting my girl should have zero to do with her damn independence. Exactly. How about it, baby? Have some independence. Do you boo-boo? 
It, well, it, don't ask me to quit being me. And and it, and it is like like it is a man's natural instinct to be protective. And like even like on a whole different topic, like even though like these two basketball teams that I'm coaching, like those like they're not my kids. None of them are my kids. I don't have any kids. But I don't they have. Are, but those they are. like. Lord willing, something happened, and we were out somewhere getting ice cream or whatever, celebrating something, and somebody came at them girls sideways. You gonna have a pissed off coach, and you know what? It's gonna be like Happy Gilmore. Oh, you can count, yeah, and you can count on me waiting on you in the parking lot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's gonna. What did you just say to my player? Do you like your esophagus? Because I watch Roadhouse. <laughs> Roadhouse. <laughs> and believe me, and it sucks because, like. Like, look at what our kids have to go through nowadays. You know, racial divide is at an all-time high. It hasn't been this bad since the civil rights era. I I, I, I do agree on that. And, and uh... Sexism is on the rise. If a guy is a traditional guy, he's, he is, he's nothing more than a victim of toxic masculinity. Like, come on. Like, what is so wrong with... You know, girls being girls, guys being guys, everybody's showing respect to each other. Do you know the one thing that, or the very rare thing, now we can't say none because Virginia Beach taught us different, that you know where you usually don't see any of these type of problems of racial and, and sexist shit? Work. At the job. True. Because they all have a common goal. Or at that cannabis is- clubs, which I've been been into, and, and that's a whole other topic but right there. You have- You've worked at a cannabis club, so that goes back to work. You have one goal at work. What is everybody's one goal at work? Make money. To make Your money and get for the... your family. And and, and, and and see, to be real with you, and not to sound like uh, somebody who who like only only material things matter, but realistically, like at the end of the day, in my world. I don't care if you're white, black, pink, purple, any color of the rainbow. The only matter that the only thing that really matters is green or currency or money, whatever color your money is. Yeah. That's the only thing that matters because at the end of the day, I don't care if you're blacker than Wesley Snipes. You got that bank account, Pretty people going to treat you different. I don't care if you the palest motherfucker in the world. You got money, people going to treat you different. At the end of the day, like you can be in all the, you can be in the most bougiest place in the world. If you got the bank account to be there, they're gonna be yes, sir, yes, ma'am, yep. this, yep. that, and that thing. They're gonna treat you like royalty. Oh yeah. And at the end of the, the day, the world is not as bad as they make it out. It's not, you know. At the end of the day, you know, what I'm saying what in society, what's the most disrespected, you know, people? It's not, it's not necessarily any race. Look how we treat homeless people. Well, sure. That's True. because of the fact that we're living in a world where you have kids as minorities being told every day that they'll never amount to anything and there'll always be something imaginatory holding them back simply because of something they have zero control over and that's the color of their skin. That creates a milieu. And they'll never succeed. Nobody will ever succeed. No guy will succeed if they're told, you know, hey, you're a bad person because you're a guy, all right? Most normal kids most normal adults, black, white, Puerto Rican, Asian, polka dotted, whatever, most guys know not to rape women. I mean, let's be real about that. Yep. They know to treat women with respect because all these single parent homes, they usually love one thing. They love their mama, which means they know how to treat a woman. Yep. Whether or not that they choose to respect that, now that's a different ballgame. 
Yep. And as long as you go to Alabama or don't go to Alabama, you know what I'm saying? You don't got to worry about chemical castration. Well, absolutely. But I love the topic. I love the deep talk. Uh, first thing in the morning, it's always good when you can uh, have that civil discourse with people. Well, I, and, and the reason why I brought this question today is because I know that like there's more fingers and toes than I can count on. Uh, on my friends list of people that if their kid was being bullied in school and they told the school officials or whoever and nothing was done I know some motherfuckers that legit chop little, little fucking Susie and Johnny in the motherfucking throat like hold up you better back up off my kid cause I'll bust your ass and your parents like motherfucker what's up <laughs> well it's, yeah oh yeah bet your ass on that one and that's a great uh, that's, a, that's a great point mm-hmm. I, I I don't know how I can do this. If I ever win the the Powerball and get lucky and my numbers hit, I'm gonna try to figure it out. I want to buy a warehouse somewhere with just like a couple like octagons in it, and like you know, what I'm saying if you got legit beef with somebody, it doesn't need to come down to no bullets or nothing like that. You got beef with somebody, come in here, sign you know, what I'm saying ten dollar entry fee or something like that. You come pay you um pay this waiver. Everything's official. And you gonna fight whoever the fuck you got beef with? I mean, we don't really need to hit a powerball. To be honest with you, I mean, warehouse space is like. Hey, Josh, like we can get it done for cheap. Trust me. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I know a guy who makes rings out in Kentucky. Shout out to my boy Mike Samples. <laughs> and we'll get ourselves a goddamn octagon, and we'll make some shit happen. Because I think like that's what's happening. People are people are so wrapped up, and they're so upset and and the people who are the most upset they don't go to the gym they don't go work out they don't go do things that would you know require them to expense a lot of energy and stuff like that so now we've got motherfuckers who've got it kept up and what happens in kept up shit well, freaking out <laughs> well there's that and then, and then even in, even in like in, in the history of of mankind I mean, we are at the end of the day, we're we are savages in a way. Like you know, saying you look at the Roman Empire, look at the Spartans. Like those are some badass motherfuckers. And at the end of the day, you a savage. I ain't no savage. I'm not primitive. Hey, listen. Every once in a while, you may need to beat a bitch over her head with something. You know what I'm saying? And when I say bitch, I'm not talking about a female. I ain't even talking about a female. I'm just talking about somebody in general like shit. My dad taught me back in the day, when it comes to fighting, ain't no such thing as a fair fight. Only only rule is it's either you or them. And you don't want it to be you. And don't throw the first punch. Yeah. What? No, hell no, man. That If you know it's about to go down and there's just no way around it, you better take the first punch because there ain't no telling... That their first punch won't knock you on your ass. That is true. That's safe, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll go do you. I got to yep. go see this chiropractor. All right, man. Have a great day. Have a good one, Johnny. Bye. All right. Bye. How you doing today, Tiny? Doing good. That's good. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. Surprise. <laughs> yeah, right. It was a pretty big surprise. Big surprise. Cause you ain't no little dude. You big surprise. Yeah. I mean, I saw a vehicle pull. I knew in. it was him when I seen him when I seen the, the van come around the corner. My boy did bring me an old Fiji water. He he knows my uh, see, my I love for water. I only get to see the front part of the van. Well, he drove this way. You just you, I, I think sometimes you have a hard time with the way my chair's positioned, seeing outside <laughs> the uh, window, which yeah. is, which is understandable. Sandy is of uh, the short stature. She's about the same height as Fat Boy. I'm a little. 
And Samantha chimes in. Yeah, I think you got him by a couple of centimeters. She said, the world is so fucked up now, though. People treat people like shit in general. It's a me world. Honestly, that's why I'm trying my hardest to be a good friend. Everything is so uh, disposable to people. My husband and my kids come first. I'm loyal. When I find people, that's my circle. I joke, but ask Sandy. I never not be loyal to my man, my kids, and my friends. Fuck bullies. And I agree yep. with you. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and like I said, there's a fine line between bullying. I don't think I've... And, and we could go ask my classmates, former classmates, this. I don't feel that I was ever what you would call a quote-unquote bully. Um, I did have friends that I would talk shit with and stuff like that, but I was never a guy that went around trying to start fights. I got in my fair share of fights in school. Right. Most of them were not me initiating the fight, but me standing my ground because I feel like at the end of the day, like I, honestly, I'm going to be real with you. There were some times where I kind of got bullied. I got a lot of shit talked to me because I was a white kid. I grew up in a black neighborhood. So I was I was a, a, what people used to call a quote unquote wigger or whatever. And at the end of the day, it wasn't that I was trying to be black or that I thought I was black. Like no, I'm the only fucking Caucasian in my neighborhood. So I mean, I'm sorry if I'm Caucasian and I grew up in Gillespie Park and every fucking person that I hang around is Spanish and I'm around a bunch of Spanish families night and day. I'm probably going to speak pretty good fluent Spanish. Doesn't mean I'm trying to be a Mexican or Puerto Rican or Dominican. Mm-hmm. It's just the culture that I'm around, so I right. pick it up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I happen to listen to R&B and hip-hop instead of rock and roll because everybody I know and their parents were listening to Run DMC, Salt and Peppa, um, Heavy D and the Boys, stuff like that back in the days, Rock Kim. I grew up on stuff like that. I remember in sixth grade when Dr. Dre... Um, the Chronic album dropped, and it was like the hot album, and everybody, you know, I've told the story about me getting my ass whooped <laughs> for making uh, Snoop Dogg doggy style tapes for people. You know what I'm saying? Like that stuff happened back in the day. That's what I grew up around. That's what I grew up listening to. Listening to you know R&B like Jodeci and Key Sweat, and even though he's in a lot of legal trouble right now, R. Kelly stuff like mm-hmm. that. It wasn't like I was trying to be anybody or I thought that I was anybody right. else. It was the culture that I grew up around. But, you know what I'm saying, it, 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 it's not like if a black dude grows up out like in suburban America skateboarding and stuff, nobody's called him a knacker or whatever like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a fucking dude who likes to skateboard. Everything's right. cool. But, like, because of me being white and acting, quote, unquote, black, I got a lot of wigger stuff. I actually had to fight. Like, I fought a lot of white people in school because they would sit there and, you know what I'm saying, get reckless with me sometimes. And I just didn't like the racistness that was coming at me from my own, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've legit dealt with racism from my own color. Right. So, I like, I definitely feel this bullying thing. The only difference between me and some of these kids is... At a young age, I was taught how to fight because I got picked on by a bully. And when I came home beat up, my dad was like, nope, this ain't happening. He went out, he went and got a boxing bag, and he taught me how to fight. And he told me how to how to tear somebody up. Right. So once I learned that, and I learned that I wasn't going to get in trouble for hitting somebody, his only rule was don't start the fight. And I, I to this day, I do not throw the first punch. I make sure you hit me first. 
So it's self-defense, and if I fuck you up, it's your fault. And I and, I, and there's been plenty of fights that I've been in. I give the Surgeon General's warning is what I call it. Mm-hmm. I tell a motherfucker straight up, you put your hands on me, I'm going to fuck you up. I don't know how I'm going to fuck you up because this is going to depend on what, what moves you make. But you may end up with a fucking hospital ride. You know what I'm saying? You right. may end up with a trip to the hospital. And that's just, you know, luckily my dad raised some tough SOBs. So me and my brother have always been able to hold our own. And we didn't have to really deal with, you know, with him coming to the school and, and confronting bullies. But I've, I've had my fair share of fights. Then, on you know, on top of it, you know, also being a white kid and being the minority in the neighborhood. Yeah, you're going to get tested because you're the white kid at first. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, once I earned that respect and they knew that I that I had them hands and I thumped. Guaranteed, new black kid, new Spanish kid, or whatever, moved in the neighborhood or whatever, and they want to try to get, you know, rowdy with me or try to fucking come at me sideways. Bet my homies were like, "Hey, you don't want to fuck with him. He'll fuck you up." And guaranteed, once I earn that respect, or you know, saying sometimes, you know, I've had cats try to talk shit to me, and, and my homies be like, "Nah, you put your fucking hands on him. I'm fucking you up." Right. So, you know, I, I've been on that side of the spectrum. I've dealt with bullying. I've dealt with racism. And, you know, uh, uh, things are a lot different these days. You know, you have all these influencers and stuff like that, social media. And, and I don't want to say kids are softer, but it is like like Johnny Christ said. You know, there's so many so much stuff going on now. Kids are into video games and this and that. They don't go outside. They don't have, like, real human interaction. Right. So when they do can get confronted with it, they don't know how to deal with it. Like, I'm battle tested. Like, I, you know, I could have folded. I could have been, you know, whatever and just been like, oh, well, you know, la, da, da, da. Like, at the end of the day, like, I had to, you know what I'm saying? I had to learn how to fight. I had to learn how to, to defend myself. Not saying it's right. Like, obviously, you can't go around in everyday culture and beat people up. Like, if you're going to do that, you better do it as right. a kid. Right. Because the consequences are a lot less. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Being suspended for three days instead of spending 45 days in jail is a lot better. You know what I'm saying? But. It, it is one of those things, you know, and, and I, I legit know some people, um, one of them being passed, God bless the dead, but uh, I got a homegirl, Jessica, that I guarantee you that if any of that shit would have happened to her son when she was alive, Jessica would walk, would walk in there and sold their motherfucking ass out, and if their mom had something to say about it, she would slap the shit out of them, no motherfucking problem. And at the end of the day, it's like, you know... It, Kids aren't taught respect the same way that that, they that, that we were. They aren't. And and my brother, kudos <laughs> to him. He instills that into our into my nieces. You, what'd you say? No, sir. Okay, I thought so. You know what I'm saying? You better talk to me with some respect. When somebody brings you, like even when we go out to eat, like we refer to our waitress, yes sir, yes ma'am, right? No, no ma'am. You know, saying stuff like that. We, like, we like, please and thank you. Please and you thank know. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we do that in front of them to set the example. I still do that now. Yes. I, and, and, and uh, I do it in the drive-throughs. You know, when someone says hi, how are you doing? I'm like, thank you, thank you for asking. I'm doing great. Or thank you, like when you know when they tell me my order. You know. I know people are saying, yeah, look at Tiny, you know, a fat kid in a drive-thru, yeah, no, but, you know, that's just common courtesy, you know, it'd be nice. It is. You know, and Johnny did come up with some great points, you know, about, you know, the bullying, you know, and everything, like, nobody should be bullying the, the little kids, you know, just, you know, everybody should just get along with everybody, you know, and just don't bully people, you know, just... You know, like, like also what he said was, you know, about a certain group of people. Like, everybody messes with me, you know. Like, back in the day, yeah, I couldn't take it. But now, I can. Because they're my friends, you know. If they, re- 
you know, so go ahead. We do got a call online this last season morning. What are we talking to? Morning, guys. Morning. What's up, you stud muffin? What's up, buddy? What's up, sexy bitch? <laughs> I am. Yes, you are. Bitch. <laughs> I, don't know about, I don't know about the sexy part, but. Oh, no, you yeah, might be. Bro, like, Craig, legit. That's why, that's why I ever, from the day I met you at fucking Perkins late night with your corn rolls and gold teeth. <laughs> wow. And no, like that's that's where I met Craig at. I was a cook at Perkins on the fucking graveyard shift, and him and his boys would come in. And when you're a cook and you burn, and you walk by four dudes, and you see what they look like, and then you see what they're eating and what time it is, and you smell that aroma, it's like, bro, I'll throw some Southwest extra egg rolls in there, a couple fingers. What y'all chiefing on? You know what I mean? Like, that's basically how our relationship started. And he was gold teeth, corn rolled up. <laughs> You know what I mean? I had Rose back in the day. I sagged my pants. Fuck, when Chris Cross came out, I wore my pants backwards. I shit you fucking not. I was I was just like that. And you do. You catch it. Just because you're into something and it's like the way you're expressing yourself. But especially back then, like, I'm 40, so this was happening when I was, like, 14, 15. So, you know what I mean? Like, it was a totally different world then. But you just, I caught it from all angles. Friends, family, strangers. Like, what do you want to be? A little wigger? Blah, 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 blah. Don't you know that? Blah, 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 blah. You know? And it's like, bro, why can't you? Why you? Why? At that point, I never got it. But why are you hating so hard on what I do? Best. You're, you're, you're focused more on me walking around looking like this than what you're focusing on walking around looking like. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, why, why, why pay so much attention to somebody else? There's so much more things going on out there. Like, and then the whole entire what, what y'all were just talking about now. You're goddamn right. My kids do the same exact thing. Bubble will get slick a little bit, but once he knows you're being like serious, it's yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, sorry, sir, no, sir. Yep. You know, and they know to do that with any adult that's around now. Again, it might be different with you and Bubba Craig because you're getting that you're getting that little friendship with him where it's nothing but ball busted. <laughs> yeah. But I also know but I also know that, that with Bubba and the way that he was brought up as well, I know if I kinda gave him that look like, all right, as you know saying like Yeah, he, he would right, respect you, you me. took it too far, little motherfucker. <laughs> that look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like that's why like like all my kids are like me. They're super uh, most people probably don't know, but they're super like, or about me, but they're super emotional. And I can get, I can get very emotional over a lot of different things. And I, I try not to. That's why I, I push it back so much. But that's part of the reason why, like, I'm so happy that he enjoyed wrestling. Jocelyn, I, the, Christ, when she was two, I never, I, I knew I didn't have anything to worry about her. Me and Nick knew that she would be the first girl to fight the boy. Like, it was just the way she was. Like, you can yeah. see it in her demeanor. Bubba's more like me. He just he just wants to chill. Like I ain't never like getting in a fight with any of my friends. If you ain't my friend, I could give a fuck less about you. But when you're with your buddies and you know what I mean, your your buddies pressing you and you reach you reach that boiling level, you're like, bro, you know, like quit fuck with me or I'm finna lay you the fuck out. Like I hated that. I hated that because it was you know I knew he was busting balls and whatnot, blah blah blah. But I just hated getting to that point because you're you're supposed to be my friend, like. Well, yeah, sometimes you just have that day where it's like, look, I'm not having this right now, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it is what it is. And and putting Bubba into wrestling and stuff like that, even like like Doug tells all these kids, this is, you guys are an elite bunch, man. You know, you're, you're, 
you're here doing it because you want to do it and you're also doing it because if something does happen you're going to know what to do right you know if if someone gets too close to the boy when he gets older i'm going to feel bad because there's going to be like a belly-to-belly suplex coming up and that person's not going to know it well they're going to know it when they see it <laughs> yeah. they're going to know it when they see it yeah well that's that's like uh, he he told me one of his his this kid at school was like yelling at him one day and he got real close and I know hopefully the, the the wife doesn't watch him but I, I never told her this I said look if anybody gets like belly to belly nose to nose with you just keep your hands right on your belly and on your chest and all you have to do is raise your hand up real quick and hit him in the Adam's apple you don't even have to make a fist you just leave your hand like a karate chop. And just come up as fast as you can and chop him into Adam's apple. Mm. When he's done catching his breath after about five to seven minutes, then you can look at him and say, do you want to go further? Or if you feel the need to pounce on top of him, then go for it. But like you, there's that personal space area when it comes to people that are getting mouthy that I don't like. That's, that's my thing. I got my six-inch bubble. You get too close. Yeah, like I, I'm not, I'm not the most in shape dude, but I'll tell you what, I don't fight fair at all. That's that's the same like what your dad told. It's like the same shit that my dad told me. He goes, there ain't no, there is no fair fight. There is either you win or you lose. That's it. If you lose, you you lose. Whatever, big fucking deal. You win, you win. You help the guy up. You, you tell him, you, you, are you done? You know what I mean? You cool? Like this is over. Whatever beef you had should be over at that point. Most of the times, most of the times, if you fight someone who really had a beef with you when the beef's over and you whoop their ass or whatever, it's like, all right, you know, whatever, it's, it's done, it's settled with. Half the time, you actually wind up hanging with the person more because you worked it out that way. You have respect for each other. Uh huh. And that'll go on for the rest of your life. It's no matter if that shit happened when you're five. That motherfucker sees you in Walmart when you're 55. He's gonna remember. Man, that motherfucker pushed my face in the mud and threw fire ants down my pants. He fucked my day all up, huh? <laughs> hey, Craig, how you doing, man? Good to see you, buddy. All right, too. And you know what I mean? Just walk on by. <laughs> you might, he, he might still be mumbling under his breath. Fat motherfucker threw fire ants down my pants with fucking dick. Boy. Get that weird hair motherfucker. That weird hair motherfucker. <laughs> we, got, we got the whitewash people. Like, when you put someone's face in the snow. Bro, oh, yeah. I've been... If I'd have been growing up down here, bitches have been having fire ants in their pants for a long time. <laughs> I wouldn't even... I'm fighting dirty as shit. Damn, I'm having fire ants, pile damn. of that stuff and throwing it in your face, bro. You're going to get fucked up. I got, <laughs> I got dumped on. I got in a fight with a with a black kid and got dumped on by, uh, by his four buddies. And when I got hit in the back of the head by his buddy, I fell on top of him. And before they started kicking me, I go, you got like... Two seconds to tell him not to kick me. You're going to get fucked up, dude. Fuck you, motherfucker. All right. Boom. I felt a boot go into my chest. I grabbed him by the side of his face, bit his fucking cheek, and spit a chunk back at him. Now, when a when a guy screams like a little girl, all action stops. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I would imagine. So, 
this kid screamed like a little girl when I stood up and spit the cheek back at him and his buddies seen me do that they were like holy shit and I'm like yeah well what would you expect me to get dumped on like fuck your friend and fuck you (laughs) now you gotta go now you gotta go take him to get stitches because he's gonna have a hole in his face for the rest of his life and there's your piece right over there buddy I broke a kid's nose on the bus one time when I was like in eighth grade yeah, like I mean, because he was messing with me. Need that shit. He was messing with me because you know I was I was a big kid in eighth grade, also not as big as I am now. But you know he was like messing with me, like oh yeah, they're not gonna mess with Steve. You know he's he's too nice. He's too nice. So you get to that bowling, um, sorry, like boiling point where you're like, you know what, I'm not taking this shit no more. The kid walked up to me. He's like, hey, we're gonna do, fat boy. We're gonna do. So I just like just turned my head, cocked my hand, hand back, and just went pow. Right in the nose. Broke his nose. He had to get like eight or nine stitches in his nose. Tiny smash. Yes, I did. <laughs> Don't, I mean, I might be a nice guy, but you know, you know what they say about the nice guys or the, you know, got the quiet guys, you know? Yep. You know, yeah, I don't, uh, I've always said that. I don't fuck with quiet people because they be minding their own business just waiting. <laughs> I, I've had some people underestimate me in my lifetime. That's all I think is going through a quiet person's head all day long is I wish a motherfucker would. I wish a motherfucker would. Well, I see, and see I, I've never been a quiet kid per se. I've always been like the clown. You know, I've I've been right. me the yeah. whole the, my whole life. I'm always the one that likes to you know laugh and joke and have a good time. Me and my brother are both very much clowns like that. And you know, I, I think sometimes you know people take that that kindness or that jokingness for weakness. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. you know, and I've always been a chunky kid, but I've always been. Fast for my size too, though you know. What I'm right. saying. I mean, I'm not gonna say that like I've run like a four or three four or nothing like that, but I'm a lot faster than people take me for. Right. And all of a sudden, you know, they go to fight me, and all of a sudden I'm starting to duck their their punches because I can telegraph that shit. And I light their ass up, and then it's just like, oh. Then you see it in their eyes, like, oh, I fucked up now. It's and a, yep, it's now a you're really done. rude awakening when you go and fight a dude that's overweight, and you get hit with three punches before you get off one. You did because like <laughs> Kevin, you feel like Kevin Hart at that point. Did he got friends? Or did I just get jumped? Or was yeah, well, that? Yeah. Well, that well not even that. Is, you know, I, I was always a big dude, and I had, you know, I, I, I got power. You know, I really do. I'm I'm a yeah, lot stronger you, than I realize sometimes. Oh yeah. Look, I, if if like you know how to do it i know how to do it when it comes to throwing a punch that's the only reason why i went to a few boxing classes when i did as a kid is to learn how to pivot yep apparently they never paid attention to the size of my shoulders because that's where your punches come from your shoulders that's where they all come from is your shoulders when and when you learn how to pivot and you can put that 260 behind that yeah you're fucked (laughs) i don't care if you don't have a muscle in your body it's weight and movement like something's gonna give and usually it's gonna be your jaw i legit had a dude one time that i fought ended up being friends with somebody that i knew i found out after the fact he told he like he was being disrespectful one day out in front of my one of my friend's yards and i fucking dropped his ass because he came up there looking for trouble he said bro i used to box back in the day you know, like recreationally, you know, saying he's like, I've never been hit that hard. <laughs> you shouldn't have fucked with my dick tongs. Shouldn't mess with my ho hos. <laughs> Should have came to my boy's yard all drunk, talking shit in the middle of the night, like you were fucking gonna whoop my ass. Uh, shit. Bro, I was uh, when I was watching the video with the dude with the knife. I was really hoping Johnny was gonna go all the way across the street. I did too. I really did. Jake the Snake Robert shit on. I did too. And so did I. I was kind of hoping that the dude. I, well, I didn't want to approach him because I didn't want to feel like he felt like I was an aggressor. Yeah. But as I was recording him outside, it was already in my mind frame. Like if he comes over and he starts trying to t- trying to fuck with me, 
I'm going to give Sandy my phone. And if that motherfucker makes one false move or tries to fucking slice me with that knife, I was going to beat his ass with his peg leg. <laughs> you know what? What, what would have happened if I would have been here? You guys would be like, hey, Tiny, go talk to the guy. <laughs> like, like, You'd be behind me. Right. Like, <laughs> I thought he was going to zero the shit out of Johnny, though. Yeah, I did, too. <laughs> but, but, it, but, and I don't even really want, like, I'm not even trying to be funny about it, but because, mm. because dude obviously has some kind of, some kind of issues he needs right. help with. Yeah, some yeah. Issues. But, but the, and the messed up part about it is, too, where I, I, I'm, I'm a little sad about the situation, honestly. Because literally me and Mama Wood watched the police talk to this dude. They were out there for about 15, 20-ish 20 minutes. minutes. Yeah, about 15, yeah, because yeah, I was watching Talking the live feed. The, the, yeah, then they just left. Like, that dude should not just be out in the public like that. He mm-hmm. needs to be somewhere yeah. somewhere along the lines. He's not getting the medication he needs. He needs some what kind of something. What happens if that happens yeah. inside of Publix or some shit? You know what I mean? With, like... Yeah, well, women children well the motherfucking else. dude was in a van like yeah. bro you ain't supposed like that dude if you outside arguing waving knives at essentially if you if you watch the video I said this dude outside with a knife waving it around talking shit and I, I pan like there wasn't nobody across the street all yeah. the way to fucking munchies there ain't right. nobody around like that motherfucker seeing shit he either on some kind of drugs or he got some kind of mental yeah. something going on he's like what are you doing like, dealer is yeah like like he shouldn't be out in the public like that like you know this is this is Florida we have a stand your ground law yep hypothetically yes, speaking what if somebody just had a concealed carry license right and this dude's all fucking like talking shit tweaking out and he waving yeah, his knife around. Up to go do his laundry, and there's dude with his knife, and he's got motherfucker. If I got a concealed face. carry permit, and this dude's waving his fucking pocket knife at me, talking shit about he'll kill me or this whatever the fuck he was mumbling across the street because he was talking about fucking people up, killing them, oh, and all yeah. this crazy oh, shit. Oh yeah, like bro, if I got my concealed weapons permit, peg leg or not, bitch, I'm shooting your ass. <laughs> and it ain't gonna be in the peg leg. And Johnny was trying to be nice to the guy, like, hey, hey, man, what's going on? You know, do you need some help? He's like, fuck you, you know, blah 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 blah. You know, and I'm like, oh my god! Hey, okay, I don't want no problem. <laughs> and then that somebody did. Funny. Somebody said on Chacha show like that guy's not gonna throw the knife. He doesn't have like, you know, they throw straight. You know, <laughs> if you're running, he's not gonna be like. No, what? Yeah, it was on. No, it was on the Mad Titans where Elf goes. Yeah, you got zigzag. You know. And then I want to touch up one last thing on the bullying shit because I've said this before and it was recently. Other countries, like with the standardized testing that we give kids here at such a young age, other countries teach them how to be respectful people first. You know what I mean? Right. Be mindful. Of, be mindful of other people's feelings. Hold doors for people. Like you can, you can teach a granite, and a kid's brain is a is a sponge from a very young age. So you want to install certain things, and you know, mathematics and 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 reading and writing are are very high point on that but when they're that young until it really matters like from from the age of being born the five you should be teaching kids to be you know i don't want to say little adults but yeah like little adults like well you are you're you're legit training them it's just like it's like i mean it's a way different comparison but somewhat similar like if if you've ever owned an animal like a puppy like i mean you're trying to teach your puppy to be a regular dog like puppies chew stuff they pee in the house they poop in the house I mean, you're you're potty training your kid. You're teaching it how to like think logically. 
you know how to respect people how to talk to people appropriately like i mean it's it's a way grander scale with a child compared to a puppy but it is along the lines of the same thing like you're bringing up something that's a, a, a a small individual and you're trying to bring it to like it's an adult, adult form, form. that that's, yeah. that is like a pokemon or whatever like like i don't have i don't have the patience that's why i can't go to chuck e cheese no more i can't do it i don't care whose kids birthday oh, cause it is there'd be some badass kids in chuck e cheese there Bro, is. Man, their parents don't care dude like that's what pisses me off even more because then it's gonna be confrontation if some little kids running across the skee-ball machine knocking everybody's shit out and I'm the only parent that's around, and I'm looking at this little kid, and I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm fitting to like trip the shit out of you and watch you bust your ass, and then I'm gonna carry you by the back of your pants and find your parent, hold you in the air, and be like, all right, whose little badass kid is this? Because when I find <laughs> you, then I want to whoop your ass for raising a little motherfucker like that. You are absolutely right. Like this is parents these days. They're like, oh, here, here's twenty bucks. Go have fun, and they just sit there and let their kids do whatever they want. You well, know? And, and like you know. It's, it's part technology's fault, I right. would seem, but then at that point, it's it's the parent's job to make sure that... Listen, it gets serious during skee-ball. When them little bastards come running across my skee-ball table, I might hit you in the balls with my skee-ball. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Hoppa! I got aim, bitch. Get the fuck out of my way. One of the, one of the last times bitch. that I was there, I forget if it was for even John John's birthday or somebody else, <laughs> but... We had we we went to Chuck E. Cheese, and that's like the shit that was happening. There was this little kid running across the ski ball thing, and Bubba like try Bubba was like trying to time it like <laughs> he would run yeah. by to throw his ball, and I'm like, look, bro, next time he runs by, if he stands in that aisle, you throw that ball and you make it bounce, and if it that shit hits him in his knee or in his upper thigh, he gonna fucking cry like a little bitch. But I can tell you what, he will get off of your goddamn area. He might fuck with everybody else's, but he ain't gonna fuck with yours because you're like, nah, bitch, I don't see you. I'm throwing this ball. <laughs> I ain't finna roll it. I'm finna pitch it in that goddamn hundred hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have just, just hit the kid with it straight up in his shit. And his, yep. <laughs> his parents would have been like, why you hit my kid with this thing? Well, why the fuck your kid running across the goddamn ski ball thing like a heathen? Nah, bitch, you, I got you. made me lose yeah. two tickets. Right. You said getting, getting hit in the shin, and that brings back so many horrible memories of me going to Catholic school because if you've never mm. dealt with a girl in Catholic school with those hard ass shoes <laughs> like I never have even, I can't they relate would just, they would threaten other boys and I'm talking like big dudes and me and like no like females in, in Catholic school were vicious with those things dude like they would legit like dent your shin and like lift up skin have I ever told the story about how I fought a girl like when I was 8 years old fought girls too all right now i don't feel so bad <laughs> listen it's not my proudest moment in life but it was brought upon by the girl so while we're like speaking of thing. while we're speaking of bullying i had a friend that lived on the street behind me up the sidewalk um a, a, a buddy of mine kenny well there was a girl i forget her name too I think it was Angie or something like that. But there was this girl that lived in like around like his area. She was like kind of one of his neighbors. And Kenny was like the poor kid around the area. <laughs> like he didn't have the most, you know what I'm saying? So he he got picked on a lot, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to lie. Well, she came over and you know what I'm saying? It was like her and like somebody else. I freak, like It was like her and some other boy. And it was like me and Kenny. We're all like hanging out. All of a sudden, she starts, like, busting jokes on him and shit. And I could see it, like, was bothering Kenny. You know what I'm saying? So, I start busting jokes back on her. You know what I'm saying? Because he wasn't going to fire like back. Too much. Yeah, he was he was, he, he was gonna, he wasn't firing back. So, you know, I'm going to start firing back. I'm going to start, you know, roasting your ass. She didn't like it. Well, Kenny had, like, this, like, 
You know, like those rock, like driveways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So imagine a rock driveway that someone just dropped, like that that they poured concrete over, but didn't smooth it out. Oh. Oh. So yeah. it's like this really rough driveway, right? Well, I'm on my like I'm on my huffy at the end of the driveway, and all this stuff's going down. Well, the chick pushes me off the bike, and like I fall and I I hit my head hard, and I got pissed. I actually got if you look at in the back of my head, one of them scars I believe is is, is from that that situation. So, uh, you know, obviously when you hit your head or whatever, your first reaction is to grab said back of your head. Right. right. Well, I grabbed the back of my head and I looked at my hand and it's bloody red. Blood. Yeah. I said, oh. I said, so you want to? I was like, so you think you're a badass and you want to fight, and you want to put your hands on a boy? I said, let's go in the yard. Cause she was a little tomboy girl. It wasn't like some little like princess girl. She was she was tomboyish. Okay. And yeah, I sure enough, I let her throw the first. Just picture a littler Craig, like yeah. Like, just Craig, no, <laughs> I know like you now, like and, and she like, thought she like threw the first punch. You with a, with a hairy back and tattoos still. <laughs> oh no, my gosh. Huffy too. That's <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 That's how I'm picturing it. I'm sorry, I just see this. And she Craig, she like, wanted to fight oh, though, but she fight? like she legit, she legit wanted to fight. So she came me? out there. She threw up a legit set. She threw her first. She threw the first punch. I dodged it. I hit her with a. Two piece pep out, and <laughs> she fell down. I jumped on top of her. I started hitting her, and she grabbed my hair because you know I, like, I didn't have like long hair at the time, but I didn't have the fade neither. I had like the little comb over joint going on. She started pulling my hair, so I grabbed a handful of her hair and slapped her with it. And her, and then my boy's mom came outside like, "Craig, what are you doing?" I'm like, "Then I, got, then I'm like, oh shit." <laughs> so my dad came over and my dad had got there before her dad did and I told him I was like look I was like we were outside I was like she was picking on Kenny so I started you know picking on her back she got mad and pushed me off my bike and I busted my head open and my dad looked at me he said look if she want to bust your head open I'd be whooping your ass right now he's like but you defended yourself because you know right. she did attack yeah. you he's like and then he told me he's like at that point he's like don't you ever put your hands on a female mm-hmm. he's nope. like unless you have to defend yourself right and and, and that was one of those, and that was the only time it's ever happened and but it was it was a bullying situation and yep. this was a tomboy girl right. and she like she she busted my, I had to go get stitches and everything Damn. Like I legit had to go get stitches for that shit. Like it was, oh, it was ble- like my whole shirt was wow. gushing. But at that time, that adrenaline was going like, nah. Okay, you won't bust my head open. Let's see what you got. Yeah. Right. If you, if, and, and, you know, and, and, and a lot of females, you know, I haven't even read the comments yet. But a lot of females are usually like, hey, you you put you man enough to put your man's on the hand, uh, hands on a man. Be, you better be man enough to take the fucking hit. Exactly. Yeah. Well, hey, it's. It's 2020 now, y'all want equal rights. If you finna get paid as much as me for lifting fucking 100 pounds or doing something like that, bro, when you get mouthy, you better be fucking prepared for a right hook, too. <laughs> you know how much shit you would catch if, you, if like, somewhere like, and I'm gonna say JC, because Johnny Christ would write this controversial shit. All women want equal rights till they catch a right hook. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, though, like, that's the way it is. Like, when you would, I would probably say... It's, I'll go 50-50 to be fair when it comes to domestic violence. But females, like, y'all y'all get fucking angry because most guys are more quick-witted than you when it comes to, like, busting balls and actually pissing you off, especially in the middle of an argument. You know what I mean? And then you get caught up in your words and you start using your hands. 
Yeah, women women will hit somebody really quick. And they, then, they, their, their, their temper is way more short-tempered than Yeah, because men. we're hungry. <laughs> yeah, so it's our article. No, that, because you bleed seven days and yeah. don't die. So it's our hey, article. you hungry, eat a dick? Fuck, <laughs> I mean, that's what we're ah, for. Protein? It's not the article you know that I mean? like, yeah. Bro, so, like, like, that's the part that I don't get. Like, you can't, you can't, you can't talk it out. You gotta go straight to hands, like, and then... Or spitting, or like some other shit. And, like, and that's one thing. I'm, I'm sure there are a lot of instances where mm-hmm. where guys are the aggressor in, mm-hmm. in domestic oh, violence. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm not going to put percentages on it because I that's just something right. I just I'm personally not I knowledgeable. Fifty fifty. I agree. Fifty fifty. It could be higher in one way or the other. I don't know. I'm not going. I'm just, but I'm going to say that it does happen. The other way around because I have seen some shit. All right, fine, sixty forty because bitches be tripping, bro. Yeah, look what happened yesterday with that article that I see like read about that woman who squeezed her man's like nuts, not I mean her balls, yeah. you know. That's like. Yeah, does he talk about the chick that grabbed the dude's balls till they bled? Yeah, yeah. yeah. remember that? Bro, I'd have headbutted the fuck out of her. Fuck that, dude! You like a, a, a strong wind and a dragonfly could come by and hit you in the nut, and that's enough to put a grown man down. Oh yeah. Like, no, you are not doing that to me. Mm-mm. Not unless I'm paying for it. And if I am, <laughs> then I deserve every amount of pain I get. Like, that's well, not. Obviously, if you're paying for it, you're into that kind of thing. Right. Like, no. Nah. That's uncool. At, like, at, at that point, at that, I'm telling you, if that would have been me, she would have been needing the best dentist in the world because she needs to reconstruct the surgery on her mouthpiece. I'd have had I'd have had fucking two front teeth scar marks in the top of my head. Hey, I swear to God, she, I'd have headbutted this I, shit. I'm, put, I'm putting a warning out there for any female ever. If you date me and you decide that you want to squeeze my balls until they bleed, before it even gets to that point, I'm letting you know, before my balls bleed, you are going to look like a fucking hockey player. <laughs> you ain't going to be whistling no more. Google search, Google search Bob Clark. Hey, you ain't going to be whistling no more. It's going to be... If you squeeze my balls, you better be licking them. <laughs> you, better have a, you better have a good dentist or you're going to be talking like Mike Tyson for the rest of your life. <laughs> It's ludicrous. <laughs> it's ludicrous, dog. Oh my god. Well, that's you know. I mean, that's and what's really bad is is I I I think that some people think like this as well is when someone does bully and they're if they're if they're not like that strong person or you know the the bigger dude you know what I mean and they're bullying constantly. And they're looking for fights and stuff like that. Most of the time, it's a cry for help more than anything. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. You that know, is there's facts. something going on in that person's life that either they're getting it done to them at home on a different level, so they feel like they have to act out, uh, uh, act out, and unleash it and do the same thing to other people because that's what they're accustomed to. Exactly. You know what I mean? Uh, I see that. I see it a lot. Oh, Guaranteed, yeah. but all right, y'all have a good day. I'm gonna tune back in. All right, man. did you hit the gym work. yet? Uh, today, no, I, I didn't hit the gym. Oh, CPK, that. before you go, did you see that thing that Mike or someone posted about someone looking like High C? <laughs> it didn't look like it did not look it like really, you. It really didn't look like him, but like I get, I get where it was coming from. Yeah, like bald the, head, the bald head, big dude with a bald head and a beard. But we yeah. look yeah. nothing alike. <laughs> no, I mean, you do that not. Could be anybody, it could, it could have been Mike looking in the mirror for all we know. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's why, I, that's why I said that he was there. He knew the whole entire time with oh. the seafoam green shorts on and that wide ass back. Like, <laughs> speaking of Mike. 
Mike does Mike got, owe me. Mike got the, he Mike did got say the that. He said he owes you money. Yep, Mike owes me lunch. For what? Legs. Uh, that challenge they did, that fire challenge, uh, C-square won. And that's you put your money on? Yeah, because Mike goes, okay, Tiny, how about a bet? If C wins, I'll buy you lunch. If JT wins, you buy me lunch. I'm like, deal. Hey, take a roll with a lunch bet. <laughs> uh-uh. And uh, so... I don't, maybe it was somebody was listening to the show yesterday, or, or if it was the day before, I forget. But uh, you said something about a BYOB. Yeah. Build your own burger. Yeah. Yeah, someone took that up last night. Really? Where at? Here. At the public house? Public house. Yeah, and I told, I told Holly and Mike, I go, yo, look, I know we got the Thursday burger thing, but we never do anything on the weekend. I go, why don't we run an $11 burger special? Where you could get your burger and cheese if you if you want cheese like no additional the cheeses and the topping, but then you get to select three other toppings and have it like you know like an eleven dollar flat rate burger or maybe four toppings you know right it's a BYOB and you could choose anything that we have whether it's zucchini roasted peppers fucking mashed potatoes I don't care what you want to put Meat on loaf. it <laughs> your pulled topping. pork something yeah yeah you know what I mean. Like I think that would be fun. I think that's a fucking cool oh, that'd idea. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So somebody so, came in and ordered a build your own burger yesterday. Well, they didn't say build your own, but they built their own burger. Nice. Mm-hmm. They had uh, it was uh, the fr- fried onions, cheese, avocado, roasted pepper. Um, All right. So I got one for you right now, and maybe you can even try it out to see how you like. Make it up and see how Mike and the guys like it. And you guys can call it the high C burger. You want to put it on the menu. It's going to be a burger. Obviously, cook the temperature however however the person wants it. Put some uh, pork belly, cheese curds, and mushrooms on it. Now, the pork belly, here's my question. Do you want the little pieces or do you want slab? Oh, it, the slab, if you can do the slab. Hell yeah. Yeah, well, that's, that's see, now, if I put pork belly on something, I'll cut it up and slap. Okay, so, so, like okay anyway. so I've never seen the pork belly. When you get, do you cut it in those little pieces before you fry it? it, it no, we have it in a whole slab, and we cut it down, yeah, yeah okay. portion it out, yeah. Okay, yeah, I, I would take the slab almost like a bacon-style situation. Yeah, like a thick bacon. Yes. Do that, cheese curds, and mushrooms. Portobello's or regular white button? Ooh, let's go with the Bellas. Yeah, because yeah, that's what we I have. I can't eat mushrooms. Because I don't feel like buying white mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> so Craig made me think of this burger. Now I can't get it out of my head. I got to go down to Detweiler's. I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I never tried pork belly. You know that? I never tried it's pork really belly. Good. It's really good. really okay. good. All right. If you had the... um. Well, that's what's up, man. I'm going to let you get off the phone so you yeah. can get, get Yeah, let me, let me get off the phone. Y'all get back. Oh, okay. And uh, make sure everybody that's watching on Facebook, y'all got that share symbol above your name. Yeah, share, 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 share. Thank you. Like and if you got Spotify, go find that on Spotify. Share it on. Share go it on follow us. Yeah. Yes. Follow us and all that stuff. Play it. You know follow what I mean? Me. If you ain't never listened to my show and you don't know what it's about, play it. Find High Tides. If you ain't never listened to Johnny's Five Man Titans, you ain't never listened to Cannabis Corner, find it. Listen to it. It might be something that might interest you. It might not be a subject that you're into, but there might be conversations on there that you can relate to. I'm not even exactly. into fishing, and all right, y'all have a good day. So I still right, watch the show. So. Oh, so do I. Yep. If I'm awake, yeah, me too. <laughs> Man, this has been a great topic, you know. Today, I have to say, 
Good I job. think it's been a great topic as well. Right. Um, definitely, definitely loving the topics. Oh yeah. Definitely loving everybody's energy on mm-hmm. this. Um, and I'm gonna get back to some of these these comments. So, all right, let's see. So Sam, all right, I think I gotta go back even a little bit further than that. Yeah, she said the world's fucked up, people. General. Okay, so we did read that one. And Mike said, come on, bro, you had gold teeth. And I said, racistness. Racistness is a word, isn't it? I made it up. If not... It's in the high C. Uh, it's in the high C vocabulary. High C vocabulary. Sam, Sam says, you have to hear this. When I was a jit, like 15 years old, I got a titty twister and it hurt so bad. Went inside, told my mama. She came out and twisted that kid's nip so hard. <laughs> Bro, I was dead. That's funny. Uh, CBK said, you and me both having combos and talking the way I talked. I got it from friends, family, and strangers with that slick shit. Yep. Mike says, I'm not down for a you throw the first punch thing. I'm not getting one hitter slept on. If you approach me with malicious intent, <coughs> I'm swinging or pulling, depending on the situation. I, I, I said I, I let him take the first punch. I didn't say I let him hit me with the first punch. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I let him throw it for sure. And Samantha says, I'll throw the first punch, but it has to come to that extreme. And Stacy says, oh, I have made it clear. You fuck with my kid, you're going to get fucked up. <laughs> my son was outside with his cuz and high school kids tried to fight them. And both boys came and told. I got in my car and drove down the road, stopped the group of kids, asked them who tried to fight my kids. This little five foot nothing fast ass little bitch said I did. I just wanted to see their reaction. I asked that kid, you like this reaction? No. Okay. Well, now you know you fucked with the wrong kid. I like that. That's fun. <laughs> Sam says, fighters aren't meant to be fair. Box It's ain't boxing. She said her husband's shoulders are huge, but she's never saw him throw a punch. Now she's wondering. Said I'm going to be on live league for fighting if I fought the dude across the street. <laughs> and your daughter said Jacksonville traffic sucks. It does. Shout out to George. Shout out to J. Cole. J. Cole, you dead wrong for what you sent me on Snapchat yesterday. Just throwing that out there. You dead wrong. That wasn't even right. <laughs> she, she sent me a video of some big girl twerking. And I, I, I didn't need that in my life. I, I would have been perfectly fine never seeing that, J. Cole. I would have been perfectly fine. But anyways, we did, in the midst of all this combo going on, we did get bombed by said Tiny. How you doing, bro? I'm doing good. Thank you. I wasn't expecting you. Mm-hmm. Nope. I know. Sandy went like this. She's like, eh. <laughs> How you liking the new grill? like it. My boy, Tiny's like Paul Wall. You want to yeah. see my grill? My my, my grill? <laughs> That's what's up. It was painful, you know. Oh, I, I'm sh- listen. I've had my fair share of. Uh, I mean, it was only seven teeth, you know, teeth on the top, but still. It's funny because you're getting used to talking with them. Yeah, I can tell. Mm-hmm. I've I've been there. 
all these I got all these redone my front six so they're all they're all crowned up and when I first got them now did you get dentures or did you have implants I got crowns crowns oh, okay so I had as everybody said I, I've had I had gold teeth mm-hmm. when I had my gold teeth originally when I was a kid I had a gap in my teeth right so I guess just from having a gap in my teeth I talked a certain way and was used to speaking a certain way well my dentist was like no I'm closing your gap because you know she knew it was something that I wanted to do anyways so she she had the teeth made to where my gap would be closed and when I first got them done it was weird as fuck for like the first couple months because I had to get adjusted to saying words certain way because they, they didn't come out the, 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 right. it was weird at first mm-hmm. and now I hear it with Titus I'm like alright don't feel so bad now. Like <laughs> I've been there and done that even though it's dentures so it is a little different but yeah right. mine, mine were the crowns but from having a, from having a, you know I didn't have like the stray hand gap but I was close right. I had a pretty nice size gap and uh, that's why I got them done because I had a gap in my tooth too I don't know if you guys remember that. I had like, that's right. I had like a little gap right here. That's why you're having the speech impediment right now. Yeah. Been there, done that. Well, you know what? I'm still here. It'll go away. It'll It'll go away. I'm I'm hoping that they're going to be able to put my overbite in and keep my lisp. (laughs) Okay. That I had. Like, I don't want. But I do have to do say this one thing about it. I know it's all topic of the question of the day, but. You know, ever since I got these, I'm eating different stuff than I you ever... You will. You know? Like, I can't eat a burger yet, or I can't eat steak, but I can eat, like, macaroni and cheese, scrambled eggs, you know, stuff like that, pasta. So were you not eating that before? Well, I was, but I'm eating a lot less, you know? And so... You trying to change, Tony? You trying to, you trying to go on a, on a yeah. little... Mm-hmm. Like like a health kick? That too. Okay. Yeah. Nothing, they, they're nothing wrong with that. I'm, I'm, you know. I mean, this is my first soda in almost like two weeks, guys. I got a so, question. Is that is that any good? The the orange? It's pretty good. But it's a different mixed, taste yeah. now, you know, with my, you know, in here. I, I think it tastes like baby aspirin. <laughs> okay. Cool. But the new the new Dr. Pepper, I did try that one. That was really good. The, the blue one? Yeah, the blue one. The wild berry. Oh, that was, or dark cherry or whatever dark it's called. Dark berry. Dark berry. It's pretty good. But yeah, I know I sound differently, but it's still me. So, so are are, are one of these Sunday? It won't be this Sunday because me and Zach got uh, this concert to go to. But at some point, yes, are you going to meet us up for bowling? Yes, and come meet my boy Neil. Mm-hmm. All right. Wait a minute. No, I haven't met Neil. You Neil. haven't met Neil. Neil is one of our sponsors for Booker Sports and stuff like that, and he's also been a T-shirt sponsor. Every time we've done No, but it was t-shirts. pretty cool that you put the live game on the other day. You know, that was pretty cool. You know, the fourth quarter, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, we got some adversity to deal with on Saturday, <laughs> but I think we're going to pull it off. I think we're going to pull it you off. You got this. Fingers across. Mama Scarlet, if you end up watching this Facebook video, we miss KK. <laughs> KK is one of our point guards. She's out of time right now. But uh, those look like some tough girls too that I saw. Like they look like you know you don't want to mess with them. You know, well on the, on the court. I mean, the, the, yeah. the, they're they're uh, they're going to be our travel ball team, and they're oh, okay. they definitely are some some badasses to say the least. Uh, we do got some uh, tough girls on the team, and there were some fouls you did say that were right that weren't called. I saw that yeah. what I saw. So those girls are just a little bit mentally stronger than our younger girls are. Mm-hmm. So you know we, they they've kind of developed. A little, you know, they're they're in the, they're in the next, you know, right. the, the next stage up, you know, and, and our and our our young girls are very. One in Peggy Sue are very mentally tough, but you know, what I'm saying at the end of the day, they are the younger girls. 
a little bit more emotional. These ones, you know, they they they, they know how to harness that, right? And and put it into to making points and different things like that. And you know, like there's certain things you can't control, and certain things you can, and they learn to harness the things you can't control and the things you can control, right? Because at the end of the day, you do control the outcome of right. the game. Oh yeah. You you can miss all the calls you want, but you know what? We lighten them up on the points right. on the scoreboard. Ain't nothing they can do. But I do like your motivation for, like you said, look, you know, next season, you know, just practice and everything. We're gonna kick butt next season. Yeah. So just harness that harness that that emotion you feel right now. And use it as motivation. Right. For the next thing, don't worry about none of that. But mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes, man. We got some, right. we got some good teams, man. And and I re- I really lo- love those girls. Like I was telling a pair last night, I was like, man, I was like, those are our girls, bro. I was like. I know that ain't they ain't our girls. We ain't their parents, but I was like, those are our girls, bro. I was like, I, was mm-hmm. like, I love them girls, and you know they're so awesome in so many different ways, mm-hmm. and you know even just some of the like, like I you can't I can't have a bad day. I don't feel like and go into basketball practice, especially with like every girl we got's adorable. Like especially on the younger team, like you know because they're, they're like a little bit smaller, so they still have that like that super cute aspect about them, and it's like. You know, they're like some of them just have those little like light up the room smiles, and it's like you know you could be having a, a shit day, and you go into basketball practice, and they're like, oh hey coach, how you doing? And they're just sitting there with their like little cute smile, like all happy, like oh, all right, you know it's, it's it's a good day. We here, we here. Don't holla, you know, holla. leave you all that holla. leave all that stuff on the uh, you know yeah. outside the gym. <laughs> we do have a caller this time. See this morning, what who we talking to? No man, you know who it is, man. It's Dickie. Dickie. Hey Dickie. I'm- I'm surprised y'all were on the air. It's like a morning. Would they be on air? Would they not be on air? It happens sometimes, man. It happens sometimes. You got to, man. I'm trying to get up and get my home done, man. And I like to wake my day up with y'all. You know, and we get a real good morning. We're going on. And then I call y'all and y'all and go, look. There's no whore in the world that's up and out there working before 8.30 in the morning, man. Y'all got to give us a break. <laughs> you got a point. That was yesterday. <laughs> I can't get up and slam dick at 7. Not, not out in the open and put baby in the bed. You know, she paid me. But, I mean, I got to get out under these, under these bridges on these streets, man. I got to, it's got to be it. I am, I am a human. I'm not a, I'm not a fuck robot. <laughs> I mean, you probably, you know, what I'm saying you probably fuck a lot better than a robot, Dicky. <laughs> oh God, just could you imagine if they had a sex robot of me? You'd probably get some pretty good royalties off of that thing. No, yeah, man, they'd ha- I'd get double royalties. I get smell royalties. They'd have to clone my smell. <laughs> good morning, Dicky. Authentic. Smells like alfalfa sprout sweat and broken dreams. Oh man. <laughs> How do you even get that combo? <laughs> Holy oh, that's shit. nasty. Man, you I see you smell like dookie, the other dudes' penises and fucking jelly from KFC, so calm it down. I took a bath this morning, Dickie. <coughs> a bath in KFC purple jelly. <laughs> Damn, I didn't know they had purple jelly. <laughs> well, I mean, what color did you think they would? It's not all just red. Mm-hmm. Well, she did use strawberry. <laughs> Got the seeds stuck in there, man. <laughs> <laughs> it out. 
No, I don't think it was. The hey, man, when you put that when you put that that strawberry jelly in your butthole, man, did the seeds get up and caught up in there, man? I took a shower afterwards. Okay. You know, I didn't know. I don't. I don't. I ain't really done that. You know what I mean? I was getting some food up in there, and you know, particles will get stuck in places. So I figured, you know, them seeds. You ever eat one of them strawberries? Four days later, you pull a seed out your teeth. <laughs> don't pretend like you ain't done it, all you listeners out there. You know what the fuck I'm talking about? You brush your teeth five times in a row. Still, two weeks later, you gonna pull a seed out? Like, you ain't had a strawberry in weeks. <laughs> Sandy's cracking up over here. I think she can relate. Because it's true. It's true, Strawberry. Hmm. Who am I talking to? Is this new person? No. Dickie, it's, yeah? it's the virgin. I can't find well, First of all, all I hear is a slight voice in the background, so whoever's on mic control, either put a mic in front of his face or sit a little closer to the microphone turn it up. Sorry, Dickie. You, That's you, my you're bad. You're in the background. You're like... You're like a girlfriend of somebody that's fine. Like you home, you arguing with me, and his bitch is in the background screaming at him. <laughs> that's what you're like right now. You're the backseat bitch. Oh. <laughs> All right. Guy, right, you've now been dubbed. You've got a new name. I'm not the virgin no more. You're the seat bitch. Okay. Okay, backseat. <laughs> backseat. Backseat. Yeah, because I mean, if you ain't never had sex before, there's a good chance the only time you're gonna get it is in a backseat. <laughs> so what's going on? Are you still a virgin, but BS? Yes. Well, what's going on, man? What's the problem? August fifteenth, Dickie. It's going well. Not that day, but sometime between then. You know. So. Well, why is it that day? Let me ask. Well, because go ahead, Heisey. That's when his little boo thing's coming to visit him. What are you, his fucking... What are you, his manager? You his publicist now? His pubic publicist? <laughs> yeah. uh, excuse me, I'll speak for backseat dick. Uh, yeah, he's got a bitch coming in a couple weeks. Well, Dickie, we're the, we, we are the love connection. Yeah. Me and Craig made this. You know, you're sounding a whole lot like a pimp right now. I just want to throw that out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... You're just like, I was just her friend. I made sure she she was closed and she had some friends to meet up with. <laughs> I also took half of I mean by half, I mean all of her money. <laughs> Gave her some. Like none. Well, we got to have a good title, so why not Pimp? So what's your title then? Pimp. Mama Pimp. <laughs> you're speaking like me now. No, you y'all are look, you're not pimps. Mama Mama Fleiss. You, <laughs> yeah. Are you are you are you talking are you are you taxing him on the are you taxing the hoe he's banging on banging him? No. No. No, pimp. You're just a fuck facilitator. <laughs> a fuck facilitator. That's what you are. You're facilitating the fuck for backseat. <laughs> By the way, you need to bang in the backseat now. Like, it, it's official. This name's going to stick. You need to do something in the backseat. You can take a handy. We'll we'll go with that. I'll accept that. That's a, You could be like, hey, my first bang was in the backseat. They now call me backseat. Okay. I mean, you do got a big area back there. Yes, I do. The seats are out, so <laughs> I have no back seats. So 
You got no back seats. Well, well, well they hold fo- on, man. Well, what are you driving around in a race van? I got a van. I got a van. They fold. They one of those fold things, Dickie. You know where you put the fold it down and then they come up. I'm a fucking genius. You got a fucking van going on. You got a race van, man. <laughs> <laughs> We need to paint it before August. <laughs> okay, paint it white. <laughs> no, you need what you need to do is do like uh, what the fuck it workaholic. Get yourself a purple van, give out grapes, but scratch out the G and it'll just say rape van on the side of it. <laughs> That's funny. I mean, you're not gonna get laid anyways, man. You might as well have some fun with it. Shoot, no. some, someone might want to take advantage of it if they see that. <laughs> well, then he'll finally get some more. Shit, this is win-win, man. That's what I'm saying. It's a win-win situation. So what's going on with that? Let me let me hear about this facilitating fuck y'all got going on. What's, what's her name? Or what's his name if it's how she's involved? Shit. It's not me. It's, it's, it's uh, one of our listeners. Her name, oh, shit. Her name is Morgan. Her name is Morgan. She, All right. She lives in Texas. Okay. And I guess somewhere along the lines, her and Tiny, you know, started going down in the DM and, and communicating and mm-hmm. been, well, I guess you would say, quote unquote, talking. And Does that mean like I've been sex talking? You've been sexing it up? No. I've been a gentleman, you know, we just, you know, I'm taking it slow. How long y'all been talking for? Well, I mean, I've known her for over, what, about a year, but we have only been talking for maybe like two months. Maybe so you've been talking for two months. You guys have already secured a date that you may or may not bang. Right. And you, and you haven't gotten fresh with her yet. And it was, well, I found the, I have found the crux of your problem, buddy. Okay. <laughs> All right. You cool. gotta stop being scared of the poonani, man. You gotta go get that. You want that? You gotta go get that. Hey, what happens when you want a bowl of cereal right there? I go Mr. get the, uh, Mr. Backseat. What do you do? I go get the bowl of cereal. All right. There you go. What happens when you want a when you want a big old fat steak, what do you do? I go get the steak and I eat it. That's, that's goddamn right. You go get the steak because you eat it. Now, what happens when you get your slice a nice big slab of some real good punana tuna? What are you going to do? Uh, I'm going to go eat it. <laughs> All right. Well, the oil that was right there is the problem. Okay. Get rid of that oil. I'm going to go get that shit. <laughs> I'm going to go get that shit. Say <laughs> it again. I'm going to go get that shit. I say, say it again. I'm gonna go get that shit, Dickie. All right, back to you. You go get that shit. All right. Oh, there's shit talk on the day. Are you Are you sure you're not my dad? <laughs> mm, what's your age? Uh, forty-two. No, no. Okay. No, we're in the same. We're in the same bracket. Oh, okay. No, I might shoot. That doesn't mean I ain't banging. I'm a fucker. <laughs> but, uh, I ain't your daddy. Oh damn, man! CBK, I thought we were gonna be brothers. How many men? I mean, we already are, but like. <laughs> but go ahead. What'd you say, Dicky? Hello. 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 Is there anybody out there? Nick, we lost. Uh oh. Then we got a, a mic drop. Hey, I got. I hey, thank. Shout out to Dicky Hurts. Words of wisdom by Dickie Hurts. That's right. Yep. You heard it first. Well, he's always been talking, so it's not <laughs> first, but I mean. <laughs> so tell me more. All right. Okay. Back to this fuck facilitation <laughs> that is, has been going down. So she's coming in town August 15th. She's going to be in. Oh, that might be Dickie. 
This morning, what are we talking to? Oh man, I got a lot of fucking buses. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were supposed to have free Wi-Fi, man. This Obama phone is not as good as I thought it was. All right, back to you. Ready to go get yourself some? Yes. All right, good. Now, when she gets here, you throw that uh right out the window. You just go get it. Now, if she says no, you stop. This is not a rape situation. This is just, you You don't drag your feet, man. You can't pussyfoot around this pussy anymore, man. you got to get at it. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. I'm a pet talker. They're the fuck facilitators. We're going to team up. We're going to get you late, man. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We definitely All are. right, so is there a question of the day today? Other than, hey, Dickie, can you pep talk me? <laughs> <laughs> the question was because of a story that was in the news about a, a woman whose kid was being bullied in school, and she told the school officials about it, and they didn't do nothing. So finally she snapped and went and confronted the kids. Like, she didn't beat them up or anything, but she went and, you know, probably cussed them out and gave them an earful. So... With you having a bunch of illegitimate childs out there, children, if you will, if, if your child was being bullied at school and nothing was done, would you take it upon yourself to confront the bully? I confront all bullies out there that are out there. I'll go. I'll go get all of them. I don't care. Uh, I'll be like, uh, what is it? Uh, who's Who's the bad Santa? Bad Santa's name. Oh, uh, Billy Ray Thornton, yeah. whatever his Billy name Bob is. Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, Billy. I'll be like Billy Bob. I'll go up. I'll kick a little kid in the fucking face. I don't care. <laughs> Damn. Dickie don't give that a fuck. Yeah, shit. I'll kick a Hey, look. Backseat, when the kids make fun of you, you let me know. I'll show up. I'll kick them in the face. <laughs> I feel like Tiny needed you as a, as, as a, a dad, a father figure when he was younger. Sure, man. I... I I play a uh, I play big brother stepdaddy role. Uh, okay. I I need a that's that's extra work. That's kind of out of that's specialty work for me. So I'm gonna need at least two four packs of some natty ice. Okay, you got and, it. And a mama that wants to bang. You gotta bring gotta bring some. If I'm gonna play the stepdaddy role, I'm gonna need me some stepdaddy nookie. <laughs> <laughs> gotta some... have to throw it out there. Definitely because seems all, fair. All your listeners out there, they can know they need they got weird odd jobs. You know, need a pep talk or need somebody to come up and fucking falcon punch a kid in the throat. <laughs> I'll do that shit. I don't care. I just see it now on Craigslist. You know, <laughs> I can just see it now the Craigslist article. A little Craigslist ad. <laughs> yep, little Craigslist. I feel like Craig's Craig's ads are more like. Need a dude who loves jelly. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't like dudes, Dickie. Like I said, can you just imagine that ad like need a need to kick a kid in the face? Call Dickie. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I mean there pretty you cut, go. pretty cut and dry. That is. If call your Dickie. husband isn't banging you right, call Dickie. That's right. <laughs> Grandma, that thing's all dusty you need to get blown off. Call Dickie. One eight hundred Dickie. One eight hundred Dickie does. That's right. That's <laughs> what I do. All right. Well, it's getting cocky. I hope that pep talk actually works. Now, backseat. Don't you be scared. You go get it. Thank you. You go. Yes. Look, I'm gonna go get go, it. That's right. You go get that thing. Like you go get the newest release of porn DVD that just came out this week. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
Don't pretend like you ain't got a membership to the Bang Bus. <laughs> Shh. Excuse me, browsers. My bad. <laughs> browsers is only a dollar a month, so I can afford that. <laughs> what are you talking about? It was the first subscriber they ever had back when it was only 50 cents. Oh, okay. I don't know. I just, I know. I, you know, I, you know. Now you know. Now I know, but I just, I just, okay, okay I'm going to be quiet. <laughs> oh, the Obama phone. So back to this fuck facilitation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How long is she in town for? Two weeks. Well, damn. Wow. That's exactly eight days after my birthday, by I the know. Way. So I, I'm excited that that once my birthday gets here, it'll be close to Tiny's uh, B day, if you will. Maybe. I mean, I Maybe. want it to be, but you know, if it's in the cards, like Morgan said, it'll happen. It'll happen. I think it's gonna happen. <laughs> I feel like Morgan's gonna pack a couple extra little like uh, cosplay outfits for you. <laughs> Tiny liked that one too. I know. Yeah, I know. He knows he's kind of speechless on yeah, it. I know. <laughs> he's imagining. He's probably already seen a couple of outfits. Tiny, you gotta ask her for some pictures, bro. Like, what's up? Hook, 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 hook a brother up. Let me see you with some of those sexy cosplay a- outfits, girl. That's where it starts. Okay. Ask her, ask her can you see a couple of her little sexy cosplay outfits? All right. Not on the hanger. Yeah. More than the C square. More than champ. On the floor, <laughs> if anything. <laughs> <laughs> All spread out. <laughs> See how well it looks. Yep. What's up, C squared? How's those intestines doing yes. this morning? Yeah. How's how's the butthole doing? That's Did you have to go question. to the hospital too? That's my next question. Did it burn coming out? What up, Josh? How you doing, UJ? I mean, he was going at it. I don't know if you watched it, but he was like eating them like. Like, well, he was standing up, so you couldn't two. really see him well, until they would paint. I mean, he couldn't really been going at it too much. He only ate three. I thought he ate four. Mm. Somebody told me three. I heard oh. three. Oh, okay. And the other guy only ate two. So. No, he only ate one. One? He ate oh. one, and he's like... <laughs> After he took that first bite, he was almost like... Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, he did eat oh, four. Oh, he ate four. Yep. That's my boy. He says his stomach hurts, no hospital, and he hasn't had to deal with it coming out yet. <laughs> First of all, C-squared, congratulations yes. on, on the challenge. Second of all, C-squared, you won my boy Tiny some lunch. You going to make Mike take you to the Mellow Mushroom again? Maybe. Either that or um, Dutch Valley was pretty good too, so. But no, Mellow Mushroom. It's either going to be. No. I'm going to go to. Um, what's that one place across the street? <laughs> Screaming Goats? No. Or. Um, RuPaul. Something Paul. Chris Paul or whatever it's called. Wow. The feed just went off. Yeah. <laughs> On that note, we're going to end the show. Mm hmm. 